Left Back on the Bench podcast. I'm your host for this uh, lovely afternoon, Charlie Cullen. With me as always, my co-host, Lucas Uhatch. Wagwan Batman. Batty boy. <laughs> Batty boy. <laughs> we are too white to be doing this. Uh... How you doing anyway, bro? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad, mate. Um, just one more week till the prem starting. Really, I'm looking. Fucking look- excited, mate, mate. I know, I know. Like the Champions League was not too long ago, but I've missed football so much. Bro, people will not be seeing my fat ass Saturday because I'll be on my sofa just watching all the football. Soccer Saturday, I fucking missed it. It's gonna be beautiful. It's nice. It's nice to see some people can actually watch it on Saturday. Oh, you're gonna be. I'm not, I'm not even in the country, mate. So I'm. Well, yeah, you might be able to find the pub somewhere. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> probably. Hopefully, the hotel might so, have. I love it if you go to some dodgy cricket place. Like, yo, mate, have you always got the fucking uh, the five thirty kickoffs? Like, we only watch Olympiacos. Here. <laughs> yeah, Olympiacos at EAK Athens. It's yeah. Like, come on. Place. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna be alright. I'm hopefully, I want to get back. I, I at least want to see the Leeds versus Liverpool game. Yeah, that's, mate, that's gonna be. That's big. the ga- That's the big game on my on my list. That is the game of the week. It's I'm so, it's such an exciting concept of like Leeds back in the Prem finally. Yeah, exactly. And that I think is, our first game with them is like around Christmas time as well. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be really. Ex- Leeds, Leeds itself, the aura around Leeds when it's just, it's a, it's a shame that they have I haven't been in the Premier League for. Was it sixteen years? And I mean, it was their own fault. Yeah, but <laughs> like, but no, yeah, but I'm saying blew, like blew all their load trying to get to the to the champion, get the Champions League, <laughs> and then it was just like, well, we have just blown all our cash. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but it's just like they're back in the Premier League, and no fans are going to be there to watch it. That's like, what sucks. That's that's the only thing that sucks about it. Even the Liverpool win the league, like you'd love Liverpool fans, like they're mental. It's like, that it's that thing where we've said about like sometimes you go to grounds. And they can be intimidating. Like I always think, Goodison Park is like, yeah, because it's because you're close to the pitch. Yeah, it's, it's like the Portsmouth. It's effect, so compact, it? and like the fans can get a bit fucking aggressive. Like it's good, good vibes to like yeah. watch it, and because mm-hmm. it does always sort of give a good advantage when you're up for Everton. They're like a great home record. Not last year, the year before, they were amazing at Goodison. Yeah, which is kind of surprising, but you uh, got you got to imagine like Ellen Road in the Prem, like when they get like. A United or a Liverpool come into Ellen Road, they're gonna fucking like. Well, to be honest, be with, to be honest with, with you, yeah, they have, they have a nice, good, they have a really good fan base, and it's nice to see a, a fan base like Leeds back in the Premier League for it, once. It's sometimes bad, isn't it? Because I feel like you you don't want to see certain some certain teams don't you know aren't in the Prem for obvious reasons because yeah. of like their level of football and that. But when you get them like older, like more traditional, like hostile fans and stuff, like. It's something you miss when, like, like Portsmouth not being in like the Championship or the Prem. It's such a shame because I feel like that's a team that like they're gonna make it difficult for anyone who comes to their their side of the um to their to their side. Yeah, I, such I, an intimidating atmosphere. And you know, Portsmouth was a ground that like you had Mourinho saying how good it was. You had Ronaldinho saying how good it was. Thierry Henry coming back on coming back on the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> in a Portsmouth shirt. In a Portsmouth. Yeah, that's that's. I I love I love all these new modern grounds, but like the old heritage grounds, like they're not like the only probably one of the only grounds left that still have like it's an old wooden like mock Tudor fucking stadium. Well, you don't I feel, get that anymore. Well, yeah, there 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 is safety reasons. You look at Bradford, you look at Hillsborough. These stadiums need to be modernised for football because 
this country especially was been known for the hooliganism era, people being bellends, fights, and overcrowding. They needed something. You say to that, stop. but I've heard. Um, I watched the. Uh, I fucking always shout them out because I love their channel. But Copa ninety, when they were talking about West Ham moving to the uh, new London Stadium, from up they, when they moved out of Upton Park. And they, they, there was always criticisms, like, you know, it's not a proper football ground, it's like a tourist site now. And people were saying, like, you know, the idea was, like, they were going to say, like, oh, you know, we're moving to a... a 60,000 seat. You know, up in Westfield, it's going to be safer for the fact you can take your families and that. And, like, all these fans are saying, like, there's probably been more fucking fights of a new ground when there has, like, well, the Stratford, old Stratford's still a bit of a rough area. Yeah. Like, it's not... But you know what I mean? Like they, it was almost like they thought... Oh, it's we're, we're ba- nice ba- basically, place. basically, what it is, is it's West Ham thinking that... I like West Ham. They're a good, good fan base. Really good fan base. I work in London mostly. Most people who you support West Ham, like all most of Essex are West Ham supporters. But yeah, definitely. But if you look, but the reason why they wanted the the club wanted to go in a bigger direction. I know. I think they the London Council wanted Upton Court, Upton Park, but uh, Upton, I'd, Court. I'd, Upton <laughs> Court Park. Yeah, together. but they wanted Upton Park so. It was the same situation in Arsenal. They just wanted to move to a stadium. They've got one literally round the corner. Has there only been ever been a team that's like moved to a bigger stadium and it's worked out for them? Um, in the modern era, I mean. In the modern era, oof. I think. Bournemouth, not Bournemouth, Brighton, the only team moving from a shitty stadium. Because everyone I think, else it seems to have got Tottenham's from leaving yeah, but it's been iffy because <coughs> Tot- Tot- But the thing is you, you can't really you can't really say Tottenham because it's just it's a new state it's still new. Yeah. Like they, they have they've been in it for about a year. In like, heart, well, yeah, the corona pandemic, so you couldn't have fans no. in there, so it's it's still relatively the a new stadium. The reality would have been like they'd have solved a lot of their money issues had they kept going with the fans in the for the Tottenham matches, the NFL matches they were yeah. showing there. They would have probably solved it because that was the idea. The stadium would have eventually like paid itself off. It, like, it, it probably of, will. It probably will. Eventually, like, it will. eventually it will. Like, but you think of it like I feel like most like. Arsenal, since moving to the Emirates, it went a bit pear-shaped. Um, you have a... I guess Southampton... Like, it's, it's a different one for Southampton because like, the Dell was such an old school... Yeah, the Dell was a bit of a intimi- It was intimidating to go there. Yeah, because what, what, like, a stand's going to fall. And... <laughs> same. Like, like, it's unsafe. Like, yeah, it's... but it was, it, it was tough. It was a yeah. tough old school football ground. And then you had like St. Mary's. It's a nice big stadium and it's good for the club to move on. But it's also like... It's just the corporate aspect of the football club. Even now, small teams. It? I had like, you know, Pride Park for Derby. Yeah. It looks like such a shit hole. Saying that... It's in some like dodgy industrial estate. Yeah, <laughs> it but does not you know, look like you, know, you want to go the there. The new Brentford Stadium doesn't look too bad, you know. Like, yeah. I, I, I have the privilege of driving past it I'm curious day. to see what happens to Everton when they do eventually move from Goodison Park because it's just going to be like... Does but, that take away like the intimidation I don't from know, the Everton I don't, fans? I, I, I don't know, mate, but... Their new stadium looks kind of banging. Like you've seen pictures, like it's, I think it's on near near like in like a river or the sea. It looks really nice. Actually, like the Irish Sea looks really nice for some for like Everton. But we'll have to wait and see. The thing is, they they are going in the right direction of becoming yeah. actually a bigger club. They've got a big time manager. They're getting a bigger stadium. They're doing the Tottenham really. They're not they're they're not doing a city where they're buying their way into a top six. They're yeah just. Slowly but surely, getting getting their foot. In it the definitely door. feels like elements of having 
that <laughs> happening and uh, Ancelotti coming into that team, making some decent signings. They do seem to be wanting to push to at least like a top six or a top four position of finishing, like getting to Europe. But speaking of uh, teams uh, going the right way and the wrong way, as far as their uh, movement, mm. we're talking today about the Premier League table. Two specific topics. We're going to be talking about the who we think, I guess, are currently like... Well, currently, our, Arsenal are top. Our prediction for running team, running teams for like the relegation zone... And our top four picks who will go into the champ who will qualify for Champions League football this year. So I think we should start because I don't really want to like end it talking because you don't really want to, like, it's always a bit pissed up shit when you have to talk about teams going down and stuff. But so I think we should start with our three for relegation. Lucas, who is your first? Uh, well, who do you think will be the bottom three? Well, this year, Charlie, it's quite tough. It's quite tough, literally. I've got the Premier League. I've got the Premier League teams at the moment, and there's a few teams there which I think oh, I don't. Know, I don't know about where they are going to be, but I know one for thirty. I am going to say. Um, I don't really want to say this, but Fulham. I just think Fulham. They seem like a team that's going to go up and down, and they haven't actually cemented a spot in the Premier League for a long time, and. Don't get me wrong, I like what the way Scott Scotty Parker's actually doing things at at Fulham. And he's he's moving the club in the right direction. But I just I just think that the first year they got into the Prem, I think they overspent. And this year I haven't really seen them devilin dibble dabbling in uh, the transfer market. They've got a few players. I think they've signed a lad from. On they they got from Jeff, Jeff Southampton. They got yeah that um, Lerma. Is it Lerma? No, it ain't Lerma. It's someone else. Did they get? Wait, did they buy Lerma? I think they got Lerma on loan. Oh fuck me. Yeah, so I think they've from got Jeff. Yeah, I think they got Jefferson Lerma on loan. I'm not hundred percent sure. I think I know it was a player from the south coast, but. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think Mitrovic is a Premier League striker. Well, but the issue is, is Mitrovic proved that he wasn't a game changer. No, no, but the thing is, like, with, with Mitrovic, he had a good season in the Championship. He fucking failed at Newcastle. I remember a few of my, my one of my mates, Callum, who said, oh, they should start Mitrovic. And then he ever did. So I don't like, think he was like the right person at the right time for that Newcastle team, though. Yeah, he, and he, then... It was just like, a, it was an unfortunate, like... A struggling team with like all the financial dodgy dealings of Mike Ashley and stuff. And Mitrovic was a lot younger back then when he yeah. was playing for Newcastle, so it probably wasn't the right. Well, yeah. Then he had this. It seat. wasn't. You know what I mean? Where sometimes you, if you're a young developing talent, yeah. Sometimes it isn't you. It's just the team you're in. Yeah. It wasn't the right place to sort of like morph him into a quality striker. I think when he went to Fulham, he definitely showed the bones of being a proper good number nine. But in the, the championship. Yeah, and it was like it, it, he proved that you know that there are levels. I, I, don't, I you need that. I think the team again. It's a, it's a team that rely relies on one specific goal scorer. I feel we. I don't know. I feel like there's more to this current Fulham team than there was like the last couple of years. But whether or not it really pays off, you you got. I think they're a good standard for like yeah, the team. Yeah, but listen, Mitrovic still needs to prove it. He needs to prove me wrong. And he did shit the first year he went to um, in the Prem. And then, yeah, he had a good season last year in the Championship, but it's the Championship. 
he bullies half the players. He's not going to bully these world-class centre-backs. Well, he's going to... A lot of the... Sh- you think about some of the shit he's gotten away with, like fouls and that. Yeah, yeah. He's, VAR ain't, yeah, ain't going to fucking happen, gonna, He might get more red cards than David Luiz. Fuck you now. Oh, no. He's going to be joint... joint. He's going to be joint top with Jefferson Lerma, predicting. Jefferson Lerma, Mitrovic, most red cards, yellow cards. I mean, I can't but, rem- The last striker I remember being that fuggy was, I guess, Duncan Ferguson. Diego Costa. Cards. He's a bit of a Costa, fug, but I yeah. think... Costas are like a cheekier fog. He's a shit house. Yeah. Ferguson was literally like, he would just come flying in and like break a guy's legs. Yeah. Jesus great Christ. Forward, great powerful forward, but he's, you know, Duncan Disorderly was a appropriate nickname. He was like, the, he's joint most red cards. And he's a striker. With uh, Vieira and... Keane. No. Like Richard Dunn or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, him. Someone but, like yeah, that. but Richard Dunn's played there for years. I think it was man. Richard Dunn. I might be wrong. But I know Vieira and Ferguson are both up there. Vieira, we always know about what Vieira was like. And Duncan Ferguson was just, yeah, he's an, it's weird for a striker to be like that. You know what I mean? Like that. That fucking intense. But yeah. I just I, I just, think, I just think Fulham, I just think Fulham will struggle, yeah. personally. I just think they will struggle to adapt in the Premier League. And I say, I don't. I just I like Scotty Park. I don't think they should sack him. Either either way, what they do, they need to keep stick with a manager because they had what last time they were in the Premier League they had three managers in a year. He was in a shit position as well for Parker because he kind of got take he took over when From it was Ranieri. Well, he took over when it was like um they were they were pretty much done. They were done. Yeah, they, they just had gone. to. But I hopefully Fulham proved me wrong. That's that's my bottom team. Yeah. Um, do you want me to carry on or are you going to tell your bottom team? Uh, I think my bottom team, I probably agree with you on Fulham. There's always one team or like from the Champions League that I think does go straight back down. And it's just the issue of like, it's it's a fucking, you know what, right? Despite the fact it's only the second division of English football, the gap sometimes is like, you forget how big the gap is. Yeah, and I think so many teams make the, the mistake of like thinking that if they do well in the championship, they can just play that way in the prem. Norwich was the perfect example where they they finished bottom right, and they were like the most clear cut. You're going down, fucking team this year. Really, everyone else sort of had like chances. It was a bit of a toss up in the last couple of couple of matches before um we found out who the other bottom two were going to be. With with Norwich, it generally just felt like. They tried gunning out like they used to do in the championship when they won. And they just didn't... You know, it, it was like... It's all well and good playing that style against fucking... Um, like a Luton or a Stoke or some shit like that. But when you're trying to play fucking front foot attacking football against a Liverpool, you're going to get fucking bullied. Yeah, and I just... I think Fulham... It's just not. I just think Fulham are going to get prone to getting bullied. It's That's not, yeah. yeah I, ju- I, ju- I just think. I just think it's a shame for Fulham because they they are West London club and they're a very historic club. Yeah, good run, man. I the, remember the um back in the day when they had Van der. S- well, they got they got they got to the semi uh, final of Hodgson. the Hodgson yeah, took the, them to the uh, Europa, Europa Cup final. I think and they lost to Atletico Madrid. It was Atletico Madrid at the time had a banging team. What yeah. Diego Fulan. I think Aguero was there as well. I'm thinking, oh, blimey. It's definitely a... It's definitely... They're a good... They're a, a standard... They're a good standard, I think, of like... It's weird with Fulham. They're almost like... They're not of the lower London level like, like clubs. Yeah. Like a Charlton or some shit like nah, that. No, no, no. They're but like they're, the mid-table. They're not, but they're not top. They're nah, not the top. They're not... I just... Yeah. You know, they're not like... Like, a, like, like with the London clubs, you think of... Uh, 
Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, West Ham, chuck West Ham in there, and that's and then Palace is just teetering on the edge. And then I think then you go to like like QPR, QPR Brentford, Fulham, Fulham. I think Fulham, Fulham. I think it'd be Fulham, QPR, Brentford. No, nah, I think before Brentford, I'd say Millwall. Yeah, Millwall will probably be above Millwall. because they had a and great. Then, and then you've got Brentford, Charlton, all these other clubs like yeah. Orient, but. Yeah, it's just, it's a shame. I don't really want to say this because this year, this year I'm looking at the teams in the Premier League and there's loads of teams that I don't think, oh, they'll be they'll be tough. Who, who do you have to, if you had to pick a second, like, so not the out-and-out out loser, but... The, like like the, the one going down with 19th place, we should call it. Yeah, and who's going to be 19th? That's, that's a hard one. I have one to throw in for I think, I think, right, I think 19th, right, it's a team that just stayed up last year. I think it's Aston Villa. Really? I just don't think Dean Smith's the manager, the right manager, personally. I just think that they got very, very lucky to stay up. I have to admit, like, I was at, at, okay, don't get me wrong, I was happy for Aston Villa, but when you get your new... If you look into it, do you remember that first game back from the restart? The dodgy goal line. If that went yeah. in, right, they'd be in the championship. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, right. it's mad. I, and I don't, I haven't seen them improve any. Of, I think they've improved the right back, right back getting Matty Cash in, but still need a striker. Yeah, Wesley and Samato. I don't I just think. think and I just think they need a striker. I think also they have to really prepare for the idea of Grealish leaving. Yeah, exactly. Once he's gone, what do you have? Exactly, and that that's the thing. And they're a good player, Scali team. Yeah, I think El Ghazi, Horahan, um, the game. Mings, Mings is target. Good. There is good McGinn. players. McGinn. Yeah. They've got great players in that team. They've got... But I just, I I just think... think for, for me, it was the goalkeeping options and the striking options is what will let them down. Yeah, and I just I just think until they... Well, Pepe Reina's not even there anymore, is he? I just think until they resolve it, I think it's, it'll be tough for Aston Villa to actually stay up. I think Aston Villa... I love Aston Villa as a club. I, lo- I love having big clubs in the Prem. I don't agree with him. Yeah, because I was going to bring this up, right? So I don't agree with the fucker a lot, right? Soon has talked about when he was with his son at Villa, and he said like his son just looks at him like, yeah, this is a proper big fucking club, and he's like, yeah, it's like this is a team that European champions back in the day, great fan base, great. They were like, probably the biggest team in the Midlands if we're talking fan bases and stuff like that. And it's like you want to see clubs like that in the Prem with them atmospheres and shit like that but it almost feels I mean, I feel for Dean Smith this was like you know his dad worked for Villa he was a Villa fan growing up this was his dream job he got yeah, but his, he's, he got he's his li- childhood club but, he's lived, but what he's lived his dream he's got him into the Premier League he stayed up a season he's done his dream What what, what what's next for him he's gonna fucking win the league fucking league title well, mate. well what, how how don't know. I just, it's <laughs> like, not. like, like. As I said, like, I like Dean. I just, I like Dean Smith. I just didn't. I just don't think he's the right manager for Aston Villa. You got to personally. think back like, before they originally went down to the championship, right? There was years of their fans like. Well, they had Martin O'Neill, but they were almost in this like horrible purgatory of like. Similar to what happened at Sunderland as well for a while, where it was like, we are so fucking shy that we can't. You know, we're too shit to do anything decent in the Prem, but we're almost like just like we, we can't even go fucking down yeah and it was almost like that horrible like cathartic like cathartic feeling of yeah. like 
you know what? Fuck it, we're finally down. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We needed this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, you know, no one wants their team to go go down from the Prem because you lose all that money and stuff, but I think they needed that little break. Yeah, they did. And I think there's a lot of teams like that. Leeds was the same thing. Yeah. Where it's like sometimes... You just need to reset. Yeah, and just rebuild. Rebuild, Rebuild, yeah. man. It took 16 years. It's going to happen to, you know, I think there's teams in the Championship and the lower leagues that are still doing it. Nottingham Forest would be an example of a team that's, for years, been stuck in this hell of... I mean, to be fair, there's been a long fucking stint in the... But I think they're, they're getting there. They yeah, they, like they, they, are, they, are, they are moving up. But I, I can actually make a prediction. I reckon Dean Smith, they'll, Villa will stack Dean Smith at maybe January, Christmas, yeah, January Yeah, we've got, we got to see how the results go. And then they're going to bring in Big Sam. Oh, God, no. They're going to bring in Big Sam. Guarantee no. Big Sam's on their list. Oh, the horror. <laughs> the, the thing is, David Long Moyes balls, is mate. normally a good one, good, good option, but he's at West Ham, so I just think it's Dean, um, Sam Allardyce. But yeah, I just think Villa's Villa's going to be 19th. So uh, to all Villa fans out there, just that's my personal opinion. I think my 19th might be a controversial one, but I just think I'm going to say Newcastle. Okay. I don't think. I I was I was teetering on the edge with Newcastle there's, as well. I think that I feel for Steve Bruce. Because this is a guy, right? When this he, is a hometown club as well. Kind of, but he also fucking managed Sunderland, so I don't actually know how they felt about him when he got appointed. But this is the thing, right? Ooh, he's a manager, isn't he? They had Rafa. And it felt like Rafa was a weird fucking appointment in itself. Yeah. Because he took fucking Newcastle on... You know, Halfway through a this season. This guy's won Champions fucking leagues. And he's taking on Newcastle. Yeah, but you... you in the fucking championship. Yeah. And my feeling for it was, right? Fair do. Rafa... He's looking for a challenge. This is a project. It's a big fucking club that he can do stuff with. It's got some decent, as you know, decent like bit of like decent fan base. Big fucking club. He's thinking I could do something with this, right? Gets them promoted. Fucking excellent. Mike Ashley, like fucking gonna give Rafa whatever he fucking wants. Did Mike Ashley do it? Gave him anything he wanted at Sports Direct. <laughs> Discount, mate. Discount, yeah. Still you, got got pay, you, you still got to pay, but you get the yeah, discount. You, 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 you get the free Sports Direct shirt, <laughs> but, but you, you get discount. You know what I mean, man? It was like... Yeah, I know what you mean. Let him, you never... You know, and I think that's why Rafa but, left, mate, because he's like, well, I'm never going to get any fucking but but, but but the thing is, right, don't discredit Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce no, but, did a better... Yeah, Steve Bruce did a statistically is, better job yeah, no, than Rafa. But what I'm saying is, right, this is why I felt bad for Bruce, because he was almost in this position of like... The fans when, didn't want him. Yeah, when Rafa left, mate, he got booed. When they announced he was taking over, the fans fucking booed it. They were like, Steve fucking Bruce. And, oh, you know, Bruce, you know, Brucey, man, he's a Man United legend, one of our best centre-backs, I think, ever. Him and uh, fucking Gary Pastor back in the day was like, if you ever watch clips of Pastor and Bruce back in the day, mint fucking pairing. But, and he, you know, he's always had these sort of weird clubs that he's managed and stuff like that. And I think with me, it was like, what people didn't like about it. You know where, like, Norwich and Villa, they had bad results last year? Yeah. People, I think, forgave it because the football was at least... They're at least trying to attack. With Newcastle, I think that they... What really hurt... What really didn't, like, have a good taste in the fans' mouths was like, you were getting shite draws playing really boring fucking football. Like, yeah. even when they win games like that. You know, remember, you and me talked about the Tottenham match where Joey Linton scored his fucking one goal. I, th- <laughs> I think he scored 
I think he scored two that season as well. But I think in the restart, he fucking only uh, in the in the before, I think it was like before Christmas. The only goal he scored was against Tottenham, and it was this issue of like. Well, Matty Longstaff only scored against Man United. Oh, fucking ginger shit. But, um, <laughs> see if I remember, there was a rumor forever we were interested in his brother, Sean. Well, Sean. Oh, that never materialised. Look at him now. Oh. Don't even get in the Newcastle squad. There was a reason we were all a little bit like. Please don't let this be our only fucking January signing. Well, no, that was that was that was that was start of last year before you've got Dan James. You know, so. but this was the bollocks, weren't it? I think everyone thought we weren't going to get Bruno because of all the fucking haggling that Woodward was going to try and do, and it was going to be like we're going to settle for fucking Sean Longstaff. Which again, no shade, man. Them two lads playing for their own town club. But for me, it was like it was that bullshit of like you know, I don't think you could like. For the, where they were in the table at times, I think what really hurt fans was like, well, it's boring football. You know, the Joey, mm. even when they won, man, Joey Linton scored in the first half. The second half was just like <laughs> Newcastle, like all fucking 11 in their end, like trying to compactly defend. And yeah. It's just like, and they do that when they're not even like, they're not even trying to create chances, mate. They're just trying to defend and survive in games. And I think that's always a danger when you play like you're already going to lose. They're just trying to fucking, you know, we're just trying to make it to a fucking draw, like hopefully get a dirty counter. And I think the players they brought in... Dirty counter, dirty kebab at the end. Don't get me wrong, man. Like, Longstaff has shown, Matty has shown potential. I think um, Dwight Gale had a few decent little stints here and there. St. Maximum, if you had someone to rein him in, there could be a real mint player in there. Yeah, I think so. Almiron's another good player. Well, but yeah, but even Almiron, I think it took a while for him to get going. Settle in, but he's actually not a bad player. Joey they're... Linton, I still think, is a bit sus in his current role. Maybe. They're, they're, two, they're very, two very lively players, Almiron and at Maximum. They're, yeah. very, they're very lively. Good energy. And yeah, and that, that's what but Newcastle then, need. I also thought that like, bringing back Andy Carroll was like a... Well, it just makes sense because he's, he's, he's one of them people in the box where you need you need a goal in the, 90th, in like the late, late stages of the game. He's a true legend. A, you whack, yeah, but you whack him on, and then you've you've got some hope then because if you can get a good ball to hit it and and Andy Carroll's there, I'd say eight times eight eight times up. Some of the bollocks that, they, that club's gone through by with like managers and stuff. Like, I think. Um, what was it? The Padre giving a five-year contract only, after getting. I think that's only just ended recently. Yeah, well, ours ours with David Moyes just I saw ended the true, last you know, year. Uh, true Geordie. Yeah. Fucking cracking the bottle open in celebration. Yeah, it's finally. Yeah, ended. that's. <laughs> And this is like him saying, this man nearly fucking ruined us. He did. He and I think um, I think for me with Newcastle, I'm just curious with like, I don't know if I can see them surviving that much longer with their current squad and that. I think there's potential, but I just don't, I don't think there's enough quality overall. I think defensively there's yeah. shakier elements. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't, again, it's like another situation. This is a big fucking club you don't want to see going down, but in their current state, maybe they need it. Mm. And to really look at like rebuilding, trying to bring in some new younger talent to like restructure that team. But well, if, until if then, they do, if they do go down, I, I don't think uh, Mike Ashley would, would be able to sell the club for the price he wants it at. And that's what Mike Ashley wants to do. He wants to sell the club. But if on the ter- topic of Newcastle, I actually think they're the mar- they're gonna be the thirteen going down. To be honest, exactly the same what you said. I just think I don't see I don't see, I see West Brom who've just come up with a better manager and with some sort of a plan of attack, and 
they did teeter off. West Brom did teeter off towards the end of the championship, but you've got a manager like Bilic who has been in the Premier League and he actually did some wonderful stuff at West Ham, and he he pretty much made West Brom into a really good team in the championship. So I I, I think I think they're a better squad, personally. Yeah, but. Who knows? Who knows? And I, ju- I just think I just think Newcastle need to make some signings. I mm. think they need to make a striker, a signing from a striker. Defense ain't too bad. The Bradford's decent goal. They've got. They've I like had the a good, keeper. Yeah, they've had a good setup. Jamal Lascelles is actually. I, I, I've always rated Lascelles as a defender. I just think they just need to tweak up some things. The midfield's not too is bad. Is he the Yank? Lascelles. No, is the English one. Yedlin's the Yank. Yedlin, yes. Yedlin, the Yedlin. But yeah, I didn't think he was terrible to for Yedlin, for an American. <laughs> for an American. But um, Ooh. my third would be. We've just sorry guys, we've just seen the England team announced. Oh yeah. Should we? Should we? Should no, we, no, 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 we'll, we'll have to talk about it later. But um, maybe at the end. But um, my third, I'd probably say right, and this is like fine margins for who I'd pick as the third. My 18th place. Who? Brighton. Brighton. Yeah. On the ground, Brighton. Up. Brighton, really? Only because, right? I was between them and West West oh. Brom, and for me, right, with with Brighton, not Aston Villa. Do where do you think Aston Villa's gonna come? Fifteenth. <laughs> I think they'll just survive again. Really? Yeah, I got with. with I don't really? know, man. Only because I think Brighton are one of them teams. God. They they continuously live on like the finer margins. Yeah, of but survival. I I just I just think Brighton the way like, it was a toss up between them three. Brighton. West Brom Villa, and I think it could go either way. I, I, I just uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I just think with the way Brighton play football, and you see towards the back end of the last season, they're starting to get some really good players involved. I love more pay, more pay, more pay, massive shit house. You got more pay. You've got that um, Connolly, Basuma, Connolly. I think they've got Dunks are great defenders. Still. Lafferty, Duffy. Then you got Duff, and then you got Ben White. They've got they've got some good players they in do, that team, and the way they Potter plays, I, I still feel it's like, oh, just oh, it's a, just, it's a levels thing for me. I'm sorry, but I just don't agree. And with they you they there. live on the margin, man. They just avoided relegation two years ago. Last year, this they played thing, well. Last year, towards the end, I think they when like, they got stuff going. They, but listen, bro, they've gone they've gone from from Chris Hutton, who is a manager. Oh yeah, I want to survive. I'm just going to play football that. That's the best for us to survive, and then you're playing, and then you're playing fucking, and then you go to Grand Potter, and then he actually changes the whole team around. We're going to play a possession style of football. We're actually going to try and no, give I'll, it to these big I'll give teams. Pot, I'll give Potter credit, right? As far as management, he's a bit of a unpredictable, like sort of genius to it, where you sort of don't know what he's actually going to come at your team with. At the same time, I just think it's like the fine margin of like. They're still more quality size, but again, it's going to be fine margins and like certain like games and form. Because I feel like it could that the first, it's a toss up between West Brom because again, just coming from a championship, proper struggling and they're going to struggle still. I think with quality. Yeah. Villa because like you said, quality management. All that I, stuff. No, I think Villa got quality. I just don't think they got the right manager. I just well, don't think they have the right striker. We'll have to see on that one. We'll have to see, but... We'll go for our top four, I think, now. Yeah, okay. What are we going to go for? Fourth. We'll start with... Yeah, we'll build up. So, we'll start with fourth. 
Uh, this 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 is harder than the relegation one. You know what, right? Because I think Arsenal look a good team. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal look good. Tottenham are moving in a, a di- good direction. Big yo, was they? But, but I've got to think, I think Manchester United are going to be fourth. The reason why I'm going to say Manchester United are going to be fourth and not anything higher or lower is I think the first team squad's really good. And then after that, other than Van der Beek and a few other players, I just think it's terrible. I just, as a Man United fan, I just think it's like that thing, right? It's like if you're losing, who the fuck are you gonna stick on? I'm not gonna fucking stick on Dan, Dan James, like Dan James. Just don't think when you're losing, he's not the player to impact I told the game. Him, mate, it's gonna be Jay Links. Jay Links. He's as gonna well. score like another like, like one goal a season, isn't it? <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just, I just, oh, careful, careful, careful. Oh, God, wise. Uh, we are, we're going to have some technical difficulties. No, uh, is everything working? Every, yeah. Everything's, everything's everything gravy is, still. Everything is groovy. But I just, I just think, other than the first team, we, we have to be lucky if you want to stay fourth. We've got to be lucky if Pogba, Fernandez, any of these players don't get injured because we're, at the moment, at this current point on, what, what, what day are we? 5th of September. 2020 we've got a good first 11 and then other than that we haven't got many players and we'll struggle I think we'll struggle when we get to Christmas and when players get tired but I don't I'm not that's as I say that is my hope for Man United if they exceed exceed expectations yeah but as I say it could be tough I I reckon Arsenal and Tottenham could be biting at Man United's heels there there I'm really sure they're gonna do it. I, I, as my brain's actually, actually, it's weird. My brain's telling me they're gonna finish like fifth, but my heart's telling me they're gonna finish above fourth. So, sorry to Man United fans. I, I'm just gonna give my personal opinion. I just don't think the first team, don't think the, the rest, um, other than the first team, don't think they're any good. And I think we've got a lot of dead wood. We don't have anyone who can actually come on it and impact a game. We don't have that rotation because uh, the season's going to be the same as toward the, or towards the back end of the season when Oli just played the first team week in, week out. This and is the fear, isn't it? That we end up in a similar situation where a Rashford or a Bruno or someone is tired and just fucking gets, or just gets injured yeah. like, because they got like they get tackled and crunched to death by be- players. But, or, or the, and they're just over, uh, they're not rested. I don't but, think Rashford's at the same since he's come back from injury. To be honest, no, he's not but but, uh, but it, it, you got to remember they aren't playing in front of a crowd, and I think Rashford. He started before. Okay, he started playing well, well up until Shaw got injured and. Yeah, uh, well, up until Shaw got injured. Shaw's injury is another one because of his injury proneness. Who do we put in that left-back role without him? Yeah, but as I say, at the moment, Man United signings, it's, it's, uh, it's, they're good. They're, okay, yeah. Van Der Beek's good, but other than that, whew, it's going to be tough to find anyone else. Who do you reckon is going to be fourth? You know what? I'm going to say Arsenal. Really? I think they have a good chance. They had good momentum going out of the FA Cup. Yeah. Good momentum with the Community Shield. They're playing like, a nice style of football Arteta, as well. Right, I genuinely feel Arteta is making like the first real positive changes in that club. Like especially you know coming from the em- Emery era, which just felt like a a real bad downturn. I think Wenger, like we knew the Wenger situation. And I think what I like right is that he's he's addressing the fucking what you and me have talked about this right. Emery's the, the defence Emery was left with was not great right 
But you're thinking, Emery's a smart manager, right? He's going to buy someone. He's going to buy someone fucking in, in the summer. And we're waiting for, like, you know, announcement of a couple of centre-backs or some shit like that. And then it's, like, 17 mil on Pepe. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, no, you need you need defenders. Like, and I think, um, you know, Arteta getting Gabriel and Saliba, great buys. I think um, getting Caballos to stick around for another year, fantastic for him. He's a great fucking player. They need a good midfielder like him. Um, and, and what he's turned some of the other players into, man. I think, you know, he's turned, you know, Nketiah into a reliable backup striker who can pressure people. Saka has been a revelation for that p- team. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see what happens when Martinelli gets back into That's fitness. That's the thing. What, like, what, what is my, are they going to actually loan him out or are they actually going to try and build him into the first I think team? he get rotated in there quite nicely. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think And so. I think, you know... Hopefully, make the Nile stays now. I Some, think he is. I think it's Bellerin that's going to go now. Well, Bellerin, there was interest from like PSG. PSG a while I think ago. yeah, they're still. And I think in general, it's just that thing where there's like definitely a. It feels like positive steps, but I don't think they're there just yet to like challenge for anything. But I think, um, I think top four could be a good position. I think fourth place is a good position for him. I think yeah. the aim is to get back into the Champions Champions League for him. Yeah, I'm. I'm... Sorry, I'm a bit flustered, Charlie. Go on. After seeing that England team. Yeah, ain't great. Eric fucking Dyer. Pickford! <laughs> Pickford! Why is he in the team? Uh, Why? Because he's got little dinosaur arms. Wow! <laughs> oh. Okay, I like Wall Prowse. Oh, fuck, we're, we're on the Premier League topic. Right. Well, Price good player, Foden good player, Pickford, fuck you. Know. Dyer is a centre back, and well, Trippier is a left back. Jesus oh, Christ! Oh, what, 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 oh mate, back but on topic. Back mate. on topic, right? Um, uh, shall we talk about your third third pick? Right, my third pick is going to be Chelsea, and mm-hmm. I would rate Chelsea a lot higher. But with if okay, if if the teams had a year to gel together, I think they'd get higher than that. I think they'd be pushing with the the, the, the top two. Right, but at the moment, I just think the first ten games. I reckon, I hope they don't because of the players they've got, and I hope Chelsea don't sack Frank Lampard early. But the first ten games are critical for Chelsea, and Chelsea need to get need to get some out of these first ten games to be in a chance for for battling for the title. The problem is you're having. Well, let's think about it. They've made six six key signings: Thiago Silva, who's going to play. Ben Chilwell is going to play. Kai Havertz is going to play. Timo Werner is going to play. Ziyech. And Hakim Ziyech is going to play. That is five. And then they're probably going to get new goalkeepers. So that's six out of 11 brand new players you're trying to well, get to gel together. Right? It's it's tough. This is what I'm curious about. Will it gel yeah. completely? And I think as well it's like... Because this was my issue. Right? I was tossing up between who I thought would come. I thought, I, I thought we'd either come third again. Or Chelsea for third? Yeah. I think for me, United on the slight thing of, I think defensively we're still a little bit better than them. At least from the goalkeeping perspective. We've got, few, we got, we got a few goalkeepers. Well, we're talking about this, the, the the idea like if they if they get Even Lee Grant's better than fucking Kepa. <laughs> and I think this is, this is my issue, isn't it? I feel defensively there's still going to be a lot of suspect issues if you know what I mean with that team I don't think Chilwell for as good as he is going forward I still don't think I think defensively he gets caught out a lot I think on the right Azpilicueta great leader of that team getting old yeah <laughs> and I think recently 
it's Reece, Reece James has played really well. Yeah, Reece James has played well, but he's still young. Yeah, well, I think Asper Quirt is still like the first choicer in that team. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking at it, right. I think with the restart, you could almost see how it, it, the restart made a lot of dudes in their thirties like show how clear cut they were thirty and like I'm getting too old to be doing like three fixtures in a fucking row. Yeah, so exactly. I, I'm going United on the grounds. I think our starting eleven slightly better. On third. Yeah, because we've gelled. Where do you think Chelsea are going to fifth? Fifth? Yeah. Fifth? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Fine margins. Fine, fine, right, fine. for any of you Chelsea fans, do not execute him, please, because I know he's... Fight me. He's... he's cal- ch- ch- I'm biased. I'm very biased. He's very biased. Oh, God. No, it's a toss-up between them three for like fourth, fifth, and, uh, uh, fifth, fourth and third. But I don't know. I look at it like... Our front... Six has gelled a lot more recently. I think I'm curious to see how how that Chelsea team because even like is Pulisic even is he back yet? Pulisic. Pulisic should be back, yeah. So I'm curious as to like you know as he as it have him Werner Ziyech have they been able to gel enough to? Oh yeah, of course, because Ziyech and Werner they've been there since the season's been over. Mm. So they've come they've been there since the first of July. I'll be curious. I, I'm. I'll say United for now because I feel like I have to be a bit biased and I don't want to leave United out of the top four. But Chelsea or United, second place because I feel this is going to be the toss-up sort of thing. Who do you think second? I think Liverpool. I was going to say the exact same thing. You know, I think Liverpool on the basis of. I always believe that if you win the league, you need to rotate and freshen up the team which they haven't managed to do that so far. That's so far. They've still got the rest of the window till October to freshen up that squad. But you just look towards the back end of the season. I know they won it and their heads were... They they had a few pints, had a few shandies before the game, this, that and the other. But... Everyone does it. They all celebrate. It, yeah, but it's, it's... Even even the Arsenal game, listen, that wasn't even a good Arsenal team that was out there on, in the Community Shield. And yeah, pro- they, Liverpool probably think, yeah, but it's only a fucking, it's a, um, it's a friendly match. But in retrospect, you should be putting your best team out just to see, all right, these are, this is where the stage we are at. And after seeing that Liverpool game, I'm thinking, hmm... If you have a few injuries, especially if one of the fullbacks gets injured, that's going to be a very, very big hill to climb. Because if you look, you look at Liverpool the way they play with them, the the fullbacks bombarding up and down the the wings. They need if one of them gets injured. You see, Robbo, Robbo was just fucking crossing the ball like nobody's business. I didn't even watch the game, but I just look at how many crosses he had and like, fucking now we. The only thing he did cross. I think it's just to me the depth of that Liverpool team is going to be a curiosity for me. Midfield, midfield, they got a lot of depth in midfield. Well, but then like we talked about this in the Community Shield episode, like if Ronaldo leaves, does that change it? Does uh, you know, how long has Milner got left? Do you start in trying to involve lads like Curtis Jones more, like Nico Williams, uh, Rian Brewster? I just still feel like they need to make a signing. No, not a lot. I don't mean they need a lot to change in that team. They need to make a couple. Well, a backup centre back and a backup. Well, now back. now that um, Adam Lallana's gone, they need to fill in that that midfield Definitely. spot. Definitely. And then you've still got 
And if Wijnaldum then, leaves, that's like two yeah, midfielders that's you've two, got to But like, even, even, if they get Thiago Alcantara, it's a bit different ball game because you watched. If if any of you watched the Spanish game, the Spain versus Germany, where Alcantara dominated that game, listen. If Liverpool get that, ha, oh, oh, that it's going to be like the season previous when City and Liverpool were going tooth and nail to the end. But Liverpool, I just think. Hopefully they they'll be two for nil. See, hopefully we don't have a massive decline, but they need to they need to freshen up that squad. And I know they've made a signing. Was it a right back, a sub right back, something like that from Serbia? But yeah, they just need to freshen up that squad and make sure that. Yeah, I just uh, it's. I'm just still I'm just still pissed off about that England team. Jordan Pickford didn't go. Fuck you know. <laughs> But on Still the on the other on the other end with City, I think City have City. I think we'll have City, a good chance first because it's Pep. It's Pep, but they've yeah, they've, they've no, back. but they've they've done what they should have done last year. They've replaced company. But you know what? The only thing right that I think will cause. But they've replaced company. Ferran Torres looks a nice little but player. You know, I'm I'm curious. Nice. I'm curious if Pep can keep Pep rotation that strength of like being. Able I to think rotate I think team. I think he will. Because my only thing with the Prem right. He might slack on the Prem again because he's going to focus on Champions League football again. He's going to be like, "Nah, we gotta, gotta fucking step up and finally win this fucking thing." And I don't. And I feel like that could be the only time he will sacrifice. He might sacrifice matches in the Prem because he'll be like, "I need, I need this Champions League, and I'm going to be putting out my best starting eleven for these Champions League matches." Yeah. That's the only thing that I think could cost him points. Yeah, because he will then decide, "Okay, I can't, I'm going to play." He's gonna do dodgy shit like fucking uh, putting Fernandinho as centre back again, or um, fucking uh, Put, putting Fernandinho and Rodri, De Bruyne on the wing. Yeah, putting Fernandinho and Rodri in midfield together. Oh, well, against Leon, what are you doing? You're, were you parking the bus? What what are you doing? You why are you putting two DMs in there? Nah, it's it's Leroy signing with Ferran Torres. I think I think City. City, City weren't. City should have been closer than they were. The way they play football, but the thing is, they dropped too many points. They have that. City had that aura around them that they are the best, and they will, they will dom, they will play their game on you. Yeah. Where Liverpool used to, okay, you come at us, but then we'll play our game against you, which that's why Liverpool did so well in that season. And Liverpool were hungry last year. They were hungry. They got so close the year before. They won the Champions League. This that year was that year. I think year. the difference for me, right, and this is a lot of the difference between Klopp and Pep. With Klopp, it genuinely felt like you could see the progression. Yeah, exactly. He got to a final, got to another final, won the Champions League, mm-hmm. got to the Prem this year. So I keep thinking there's progression with Klopp. So there is still a good chance they all want to keep the progression going. Yeah. With Pep. City have done fucking amazing. I'm not discrediting, right? No, no, but no. But ain't like they've not won Prem, Premier Leagues before. No, they they and haven't won Premier Leagues They have won Premier Leagues before, And it just before, felt yeah. a little bit like, in regards to the Champions League and what happened this season, shit, shit stagnated. Yeah. And it's similar to what happened at Bayern Munich. He won like everything domestically, but he couldn't, just, he couldn't I, do the Champions League with that Bayern team. I just think at the time, I just think at that Bayern team, he just found it too easy and then you, you, you'd win it so far ahead of the actual season ending but your players aren't aren't fully prepared aren't sharp enough for these Champions League games and I think that's what happened to City I just didn't think the the team was sharp enough it was his fault I personally agree it was his fault for them losing in the Champions League against Lyon 
putting two 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 CDMs playing. Oh, you are a fucking idiot, mate. I'm telling you, two two CDMs against a Leon team where you you want to be dominating in games. Why are you putting a CDM? You got players like Bernardo Silva, David Silva, Foden, but you're playing Rodri and Fernandinho. Oh, mate, it just it, it baffles me. Some of his format, some of his team selections he picks. Like at least Cop, you know, you know what you're getting. You're getting Mane, Salah, Firmino up front. Next year you might even have Brewster playing here, there, and everywhere. Right in in that team. Then the midfield, you're always going to rotate in the midfield, but the defense is always going to be the same. The goalkeeper is always going to be the same. And that's why they were very consistent last year because they had a consistent team out and they knew what to do, Liverpool. But as I said, this year, hopefully, it's going to be a bit more of an open season because last year, it got to the end of last year, you're thinking, oh, Liverpool's already won the league. I think the teams have, like, enough teams have been, like, City are going to, I think, come back stronger. Arsenal have really done a good job rebuilding. Chelsea have done a good job rebuilding. Yeah. I think United... United are getting there. United are getting there. But and even some of the outer ones. I think, like, Leicester's always a dangerous team. Yeah, Leicester's... Everton's always a dangerous team. Everton's and Tottenham. I, you, you, Spurs, we, yeah, Spurs. The signing Spurs well, Mourinho, are made. it, mate? Yeah, but the Spurs signing is made. They needed a right-back. They got a right-back. Aurier, I don't, I'm not comfortable with Aurier. Even on the documentary. He's, he's reckless. Not, he's nuts. Yeah, job. but even on the documentary, Mourinho says, sometimes I hate you. Sometimes I love you. We make stupid decisions. <laughs> but that that's Oreo for you. They sorted out of Doherty, right? They've got a, a sort of a holding midfielder. They he's probably gonna pair up with Sissoko and um, Celso. Which in, I think is a good midfield. With in, in Pierre Pierre Emil Hoiberg. Which Hoiberg, I've been a big fan of Hoiberg. 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 Well how do you say his name? Hoiberg. Hoiberg. I think as well, you know, you, they've always had a mint front three of Kane, Mora and Son. I think yeah. Bergwijn's a great backup. Bergwijn, Bergwijn's a good addition. He's someone who yeah. can actually bring a bit of pace on onto the attack and actually do some uh, do some bits. Yeah. That's definitely like I'm hoping. We I do. think Tottenham's got a better bench than United. I think we're gonna have, we're gonna see some cheeky results here and there in the Premier. It's gonna be a bit more open than usual. Yeah. How are we doing for time? Uh, about fifteen minutes in. Want to quickly discuss the England lineup, or should oh we... yeah, go on. Let's talk. Uh, okay, go on, I'm gonna go through it. You go through I'm it. Gonna, I'm gonna. Shout. I think I'll name. I think if we do word association <sighs> for this England lineup for uh, the uh, Nations League, our first match against Iceland. I can't believe. this So by the time team. this is released, the match will already happen. So this is what um, Lucas thinks of the lineup. So we'll start with. So yeah, word association. So I want you to give me one or two words. What you think of each of these players? Okay. Uh, we'll start from the top. Kane. Captain. Sterling. Rapid. Foden. Future future England star. Ward Prowse. Solid. Sancho. Future England star. Rice. Good DM. Trippier. Bit old. Dyer. Says it in the name. Gomez. Solid. Probably best England centre-back. Walker. Deserves an opportunity. Pickford. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, what? But, but I understand Southgate, as his theory, he's going to pick the best team. But listen, 
he goes on the theory that he's not going to pick anyone if they're not performing well. Pickford was shit. Yeah. Pickford was shit. Carlo Ancelotti wants to get rid of him. How the fuck? I understand him being an England team because England are, we don't have many goalkeepers. Henderson you got two, and Pope. You've got Hope, Pope and Henderson, right, who are two keepers that have been deserved of a chance. I'm very suspect he's deser- They've been deserved of a chance. I'm happy. Now they're getting ridiculed by some dickhead. Pickford, you might be a nice guy, but listen, you're you're shitting goal at the moment. Like, pick up your... Oh, mate, you sh- if, if we didn't win that penalty shootout, I don't think we'd be saying Jordan Pickford's name. I don't. I don't think he'll still be at Everton. Everton, really. Okay. Oh God. What do you think of that team? What? Uh, like, like. Eric Dyer in centre back. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Don't get ugh. it. Um, but I'll, I'll do. I will say. Uh, Kane, Sterling, uh, Sancho, mint front three. Did yeah, look, yeah, did it's good. good. Um, I'm happy for Foden and Ward Prowse. Oh yeah, no, I'm, Foden, I'm pleased. I'm pleased. A lot of upside to him. Great. I think he's had great sort of um, breakout season this year. Yeah. Ward yeah. Prowse. Deserve- I'm happy. Ward Prowse and Foden have deserved well, an I think opportunity. Well, Ward Prowse, I think, deserves it because he's been a quality player for Southampton. He's and been it, consistent. I like the idea that we do pick... And he's got a banging free kick. I think I like the idea of picking the best players in England not based on their reputation playing for a top six side. But 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 why are you Pickford in there? You you just described why he's in there. Why is Pickford in there if he's not if he's not, if he's not the best performer? I the person he got Pope. Sh- and I don't know about... I mean, we don't have a lot of options at left back, unfortunately. So Trippier, Maitland, Knowles. I are Maitland Knowles. Maitland Knowles had a really good game they against Liverpool. They should put Maitland Knowles at left back. What, yeah. What, why? Why? Definitely a curious one. Maybe oh, it's just because curious to see how we do. It is Iceland, so we'll have to see. Anyway, Lucas, uh, thank you for joining me. That was a good, no, good discussion. Good funny little conversation. You're welcome. Um, uh, anything you want to plug? Um, um, should I just do the news, usual social no, stuff? No, I can do that this time. Well, you so, okay. follow us on Twitter at leftbackontheb2. Yes. Uh, follow us on, join, join us on the conversation on Facebook at yeah. leftbackontheb2podcast. Uh, do give us some suggestions, message us what you want to talk about. If you want to get involved uh, in the show in any way, please, that'd be great. And uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Overcast and our main one is Anchor. That's all like the main hub where we uh, post everything. That's all like the first main release. Lucas, once again, thank you for joining me this week. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, we will be back soon with uh, more content for you at Left Back on the Bench podcast. And see you later. Have a nice day. Bye. Dear God.